This is a bad throwback. Damn. Wait, you know who this is, right? I don't know Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Well, I don't Nicki know the song. You know, right here. Ready? Like, banger. Yeah. You know what it's called? Well, Night is Still Young. <laughs> nice. It has, like a, it has like a credit card commercial feel, though. Yeah, kind of. And like, this is like, like around Christmas spending. time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going out for the night. It's like it's starting to snow. She looks up and smiles yeah. like everything's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got credit limit. <laughs> it's such a banger, man. I recently heard it. I don't know where I heard it, but it popped up. And I'm like, dang. I don't know if I could agree with you on the banger part. Like that chorus is a banger. Are you kidding? I, no, I, don't, I can't agree. What's a banger to you other than James Blunt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, there's so many bangers. Like, um, I don't know. Around that time. When was this out? Probably like 2010-ish? Probably. Uh, like Kesha was more banger than this. Really? TikTok? TikTok was way more banger than this shit. That was pretty good. TikTok. Not, <laughs> this shit. Yeah. Like now you hate it, eh? <laughs> Isn't that funny how it works? Yeah. Uh, yeah Maybe yeah, I was yeah. just never a Nicki Minaj fan. So it's a little bit different, guys. Today we're recording on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Tuesday. When- oh, God. Man, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we both went in on Wednesday there. I think uh, I think we put out the episode yesterday. Yeah, we're still kind of like, yo, we need we need like automatic da- damage control. Uh, I I want to apologize <laughs> for last episode. Um, I feel like I was like very like, hey, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like the way I was speaking, I just need like it to calm it down. In terms, of, <laughs> hold on. First off, we've done over a hundred episodes, so I don't think it was a nerves thing. No, it wasn't a nerves thing. You know what it was? It was? A- we were you and I were both protecting were- our. Asses. Yeah, we were providing context before we even said this controversial yeah. statement. We, you couldn't soundbite that shit out of context. You no. know, it was before, after. That's not a challenge to everyone. That's not a challenge. Because it would be like, I don't believe women and men. Hey, so what What I'm about to say isn't can be equal. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's <laughs> like a, a split in between. I didn't yeah. find that, though. I listened to it last night. Guys, the last one, I know probably wasn't that much controversial or controversy to you guys, but... To us, the whole time, we're like, oh, my God. Yeah, and then, like, the universe usually... deleted it. Like, it yeah, literally yeah, deleted yeah. the episode itself. Yeah. And so we re-recorded another episode. And then it, like, this like, episode showed up again. Because the universe was like, okay. All right. You really want this. This is what you want. If you want to get canceled. First of all, it wasn't cancelable. If you didn't listen, yeah. it wasn't that bad. Like, literally, I stand by. I think we, we. Yeah. I listened to it last night. Everything had content. It got weird when I was talking about Jewish people. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was there in the editing suite, not editing, as you guys know. And I was like, uh, I could just trip. Nah. And yeah, because you cut the intro, didn't you? I did cut the intro. I thought so. Cause, the intro was. Because you wanted to do an experimental <laughs> intro. But I was supportive of it. I was like, okay, let's do it. But I know I don't know if it's going to work, but yeah. I knew what you were going for. Yeah. I just find it. We had a different topic. It's it's kind of tough to do a cold open on a podcast. I think so too. You know, just to be like, hey guys, like, no, because of the original episode of this is the inside joke here, but um, the original podcast was supposed to be about a day in the life ah, of us. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's, that's right. literally the the that was the idea. Okay, the wow, we day really in the life. we really went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. So I tried to make a new intro to make it look like how exactly we even plan our episodes because our episodes literally are we show up hey so this is what we're going to talk about cool 
Dan plays the music. That's literally what it what happened. So I was like, let's play the introduction right from the beginning. Yes. Like a behind the scenes, kind of like a quirky, like we're going to yeah. show the planning behind the podcast. You know? And then it was like, just, we're going to talk about women, men, and Jewish people. And it was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wild. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was good. I listened to it again. And my, I loved there's it. insight there. Yeah. It was respectable. Um, okay. So today's topic, we are going to be doing, actually, why don't you take it? Cause yeah, Amar's yeah. really running this one. I am. I am running this one. So but none first, of this like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to chill out a little more. Um, hey, we always go down Reddit, you know, and I think Reddit is a good place for, uh, it's the most authentic. content. It's, it's pretty authentic. authentic. Um, cause a lot today, of those people, they don't work for corporations that might censor them. You know, there's no approval process. Yeah. But I think sometimes Reddit, um, they try to make it seem like too authentic and then they're just lying anyway. Like the people on Reddit. Like, I feel mean? like they are still lying. Well, if, if it's you, the only time I, I say work as a pilot and, a, and, yeah, this, yeah, and this is yeah. how it actually happens. No, you don't. You're just like some 37 year old yeah. mom's basement making shit up. You like load the bags on the plane. Like you're not a pilot. Like, yeah. So, you know, because because the Internet, if you've got a code name, it's the place where you can be anything. Exactly. So why not? If you're a baggage handler, why not be a pilot? You know? Yeah. So I feel like these like Reddit asking anything. Sometimes they're just actual bullshit. Yeah. So. yeah. It's kind of fun. Go for it, guys. So we went less authentic. <laughs> uh, but I like this page. Uh, so give a shout out to We're Not Really Strangers. Oh, great. We're Not Really Strangers. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Well, no, I don't. Drama. Oh, what? You know Drama, drama from uh, Rob Deerdeck's cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's him and his girlfriend. No way. Or fiance. Yeah. Damn. Isn't that crazy? He did Young and Reckless, the clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he does uh, We're Not Really Strangers. Yeah, We're Not Really Strangers. And I'll always, whenever I shout out We're Not Really Strangers, I got to shout out my friend Val, my best friend Val, for putting me on to We're How Not Really best Strangers. Friends? Let's stop here. How many best friends do you have? 14, baby. We had 13. Actually, I think oh. we lost one in the last oh. year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. I'm surprised you actually have a number. I was sort of joking. You're like 14. Nah, it literally was like always 13. And then... I, like a new friend that I met <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. She's like, we should be best friends. I, I literally told her, I'm like, I like the number 13. It's my favorite number. <laughs> okay, I well, have 13 best friends. How and old, like, how old I is can't... she? Who? The, who? Who says that? <laughs> who goes to somebody goes, we should be best friends? No, because I always talk about, as you guys know, I always talk about my best friends a lot. Right. She's time, like, yeah. And she's like, F you. I'm your best friend. I'm like, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, we got 13. Was it like a flirty thing though? Like, I'm your best friend. You know? No, I wasn't flirty. Oh, okay. She's a best friend. I don't flirt with a best friend. Is she a best friend? Yeah. Oh. So, and then. Oh, because you made room. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, one got kicked out. Because I started flirting with her and then it was bad. Oh, uh, okay. See, <laughs> I don't flirt with best friends. Okay. One of the. It happens, man. You have 13 best friends. One of them's bound to. It's bound yeah, to happen. Catch a flirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, anyways, we're not really strangers. Um. This topic is ways we make ourselves small. This is huge. Like, mm. I want to say this is huge because uh, we briefly touched on it. I don't know if it was in the podcast that didn't get up, like get posted. Yeah, yeah. But it's like we, like being your own critic, yeah. how we disguise it and think that we're actually helping ourselves by like <sighs> catching it early. We're actually not. And, yeah. and like, it goes to say, like, have you ever heard that saying, um, the, two the two wolves story? No. Uh, so you have two wolves. I came here when I was eight, so I don't know if that's like a kid story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only it's eight <laughs> and below. So there's two wolves, and they're both really, really hungry. They're starving, and these wolves live inside you. Uh, the one wolf is angry, 
It's frustrated. It's aggressive. It's violent. True. And the other one is docile, calm, creative. Mm. And they're about to have a fight. Which one will win? Ooh. And the answer, you want to you take a guess? Is the creative one, the docile one. Why? The calm one. Why? Because I feel like uh, the first one, the aggressive, the thinking like right away, like acting on emotion, reacting too much, too fast. Um, you always make mistakes there. Right? The okay. calm, creative one yeah. is going to be, you know, uh, it's not going to win the battle. It's going to win the war type shit. Interesting. I mean, it's yeah. not the answer. Damn. But it's good. There is no answer. Yeah, there is. <laughs> the answer is whichever one you feed. Because ah. they're both starving, meaning they're the only one that, that gets fed will have enough strength to win the fight. Mm. Meaning, when you look at yourself on the inside, and you choose to look at yourself as, I'm ugly, I'm stupid, I'm not funny, I do nothing right, you're feeding that. Meaning, it's only going to get stronger because you're telling your mind, this is what has to happen. It's the exact same analogy as like, you buy a red Jeep. All of a sudden, you start noticing red Jeeps everywhere. everywhere well, yeah. it's because now your, bra- your brain has been your told. Brian. Your brain. Now your brain has been told <laughs> that, you know, Jeeps are a thing on your radar. Mm. It's pretty fascinating stuff. There's a book by Mel Robbins called The High Five Effect, or The, the High Five Habit. Okay. And it talks about how every morning you should give yourself a high five in the mirror. Mm. And I know she, she even goes through, she's like, I know it may feel corny and stupid, but she goes into... Uh, our self-critics and how we think we're helping ourselves, but but really we're just fueling. We're adding wood to the fire uh, to make ourselves not like us even more. Okay, but I have a question here. Yeah, there's something about critiquing yourself, and let you know. Let's not say critique. Let's say talking shit about yourself. Mm-hmm. That I feel like makes you a little more humble, a little more grounded, a little more self-aware. Mm-hmm. I think judging yourself and like actually putting yourself down isn't there a distinction or do you think no, 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 that no. me saying talking shit or having insecurities is really that bad that bad of a thing first off insecurities are totally normal i don't yeah. think it's uh, classified as a bad thing but yeah. you should never put yourself down there's a difference between critiquing yourself and putting yourself down right critiquing yourself is i could have done better and here's how yeah. putting yourself down is i never get anything right i'm so stupid why would i do that and yeah. not providing answers to what you just did that was may have been a mistake. If you mess up, mm. it is it, it, make, it makes the mistake so much worse if you accept that as a personality trait. Oh, that's so me. I did that. I'm always I'm like this. Yeah, 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 this is so whatever. Instead of justifying, okay, you know, I didn't have enough sleep that day or I was hungry or I, you know, this happened to me in the morning. That's why I was a little off. That's acceptable. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you're saying if you believe you are that character and that character... It, like your actions are you, mm. you are your actions. Yeah, you become and you your are actions. your yeah. you are your circumstances. Absolutely, that's not helpful. Whereas you should really look into identifying the problem that might have caused those actions. Yes, because I also find that there's this weird connotation around like, okay, um, you talk highly about yourself. Now all of a sudden you're considered arrogant, conceited. I don't know why, but it's it's one of those things where you talk bad about yourself, you get sympathy. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not that bad. Don't worry. You talk good about yourself. Okay, relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's and like our, and our brain just connects it to be like, oh, the more, because we're all dogs, obviously everyone knows that. Um, and like the, when you talk shit, you get good rewards. You get people like hyping on you your up. side. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On, yeah. I, you know, we got this and I'm your best friend and this and that. And like your brain's like, yo, the more the more shit I get into, or like 
the worse that I say I am to people, the more love I get. So why not keep it up? 100%. It's kind of like, you know, but you got to be careful you're not fishing for compliments. That's annoying as that, shit. That, one of the most annoying things. Yeah. It's like, oh. I just got this sweater. Do you like it? You do? Oh, I don't know if I like it. It kind of looks stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. I, well, I look like on. I'm thick as hell, right? Well, that's a fair fish for a con- like do you genuinely like this sweater <laughs> no, no 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 no. But, but what i'm doing for fishing is you say yes and i go really because i think it looks bad on me that's fishing mm. you've just casted the bait because now i want you to say it doesn't look bad on you yeah right but i think like i don't like i think it doesn't work well with my shoulders no it does you know what i mean like that's Mm-mm. the shit that's annoying anyway <laughs> i was like we're talking about <laughs> um okay wait i have a question for you yeah insecurities yeah, yeah. Do you have any? Of course. What are some insecurities of, of yours? I've got some insecurities, and this will go down a rabbit hole on its own. But love it, um, man. Like my insecurity lately, and I and I was almost gonna say I hate that I do this. Yeah. You know, it goes against what we just said. Um, I have a tendency right now. Like, I saw this this TikTok right mm. of this guy, and he's like, he he was doing one of those jokes about things that you may have happened in the past, where it's like a, a song, and he points, and it's this. And one of them was when you were in an anxious attachment relationship. Okay. Right? Which is like, are you good enough? Always questioning that. Is your partner going to leave you? Yeah. Always over trying to overachieve, whatever. Um, and then when you break up, you become secure or avoidant mm. just by being on your own. Yeah. Uh, to the point that you're actually more comfortable on your own. And you're, just, you're now doubling down on being avoidant. Right. Uh, so when someone else comes around, you're so avoidant that you're just like, I don't know if I want a relationship. You know, because you find security in, let's say, being single. By being single, because you've built up a strength to yeah. self-support. Yeah. And I think that is where my current insecurity stands. Is that like, I'm noticing I'm like legitimately like sort of unintentionally maybe pushing people away, and then mm-hmm. when they go away. I start to go, oh, what did I do that? I shouldn't, you're such a, you know, maybe it was because of this. And I start tearing myself apart. And it's like, Dan, you did all these actions. Yourself. To push this person away. And then when they finally went away, why do you have the right to be like, it's kind of like that dog girl we talked about. Why do you have the right to now <laughs> complain as to, oh no, poor me. Yeah. Like you did this, man. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, this is a wild thing. And I, I'd imagine it happens to girls too, but like, Man, when relationships seem like to get too real, I think a lot of times we avoid this shit because it's like we know if we play the cards right, it the relationship is going to happen. Yes. You know, and like yes. it's getting too real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I answer too fast, yeah. Yeah. She might actually like that. And then if she actually likes that, then we're in a relationship and now we're in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair. You're onto something there because I think what we talked about before is that it's tough not that it's tough, but it's different dating in your later 20s. Early 30s. Because you hear the girls say, uh, hey, I'm not here to waste time. Yeah. Woo! I mean, it's the worst. The, he, I was just Damn. talking to a friend this morning about this. You know, when, when you're in your early 20s. How uh, early in the morning? What are you, you guys talking about? Uh, no, I I, we were, I was cleaning my house. And so nice. she's my friend from BC. Um, and so I was telling her, I'm like, you know, in your early 20s, so much of it is about the guy. What, what, he just wants sex. The guy just wants sex from this. Yeah. And that'll turn the girl off rightfully so. If that's yeah. not what they're into, right? Well, as you get to your later 20s, early 30s, the tables have turned. Now we have women who all they want is kids and to like get married. Yeah. They, they sort of skip out on the relationship building. I'm noticing that. I've gone on dates where it's like, holy, pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let's first see if we're compatible. The word biological clock comes out from the women a lot more 
in your but I'm late noticing 20s. it is so fucking apparent where it's like, okay, let's like lock it down. Let's move. Let's do this. I'm yes. just like, man, I'm just, I'm so not like, it's the pressure, you know? No. And that pressure, like, bro, it starts day one, like date number one, date number two. Hey, just so you know, I'm not here to waste time. What? Yeah, like, what well, is why that? Can we just have some fun? Yeah, just, like, don't give the clock. Like, yeah, we need to figure out first off if this will work. Because I'm not right? just going to, like, like marry you or just pop a baby in you. Like, that's not how this works. But I'm noticing there is there is a pretty intense pressure now. Yeah. When you go on a date to early on, just be like, what is this? And I'm yeah. like, the problem is when they do that, I've talked to many dudes about this. They go, yes. And what happens is it pushes the guy away. Yeah. Because we just need, we need time to figure out, are you, like... We obviously want the same thing. I would love to have a relationship, get married, have kids eventually. Yes, everyone does. But like, I don't want to just do that like, third date, talk about it. That, you know? And that's what's happening. There's yeah. there's a, a, a pandemic, an epidemic, <laughs> other shit. It, I swear, I see it all the time. And it's like, if you don't say you, you want to be serious or you want to take this seriously, it's like as if you're just like some fuckboy just trying to like, have sexual, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? It's it automatically like, goes to, okay, you don't want to marry me, have kids, and you just want to have sex then. I'm like, yeah, no. no, I just want to be light. Just yeah. like, can yeah. we not have fun? Just lightness. Yeah. 100%. Like, you got to make, you got to build the foundation before you build the house. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh, sorry, that just, that just came, I don't know what happened, guys. It just yeah. came through my body. And the foundation needs to be light. Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. No, no, no. The but, <laughs> yeah, I like that you try to build up. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. I'm just saying we need lightness and fun and laughter. Yes. It, but before it, we talk about it, fucking. Yeah. It has to come from a place of, okay, yeah, we've got memories. We know we're compatible. We've had fun. Don't just jump all that and just be like, okay, can I see myself with this person? If yeah, you yeah. go first date, always already viewing, if you could spend the rest of your life with them, man, that's a huge expectation. Oof. Craziness. You know? Anyways, so one of my insecurities to answer your question is is that is that is that I think I'm I'm going through a phase which I'm working through by the way mm. that I'm unintentionally maybe pushing people uh, that might be interested in me maybe not uh, away true because I feel that pressure and then when they go away I'm just like oh man but I never really was interested you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you feel like a cartoon character just but, oh, yeah, man yeah well because I wasn't interested to begin with I mean I was sort of but not yeah, yeah. enough not not enough. And so when they go away, which is essentially what my responses were going to cause eventually. That's what you kind of wanted. That's what I wanted. But when it happens, your brain's like, we lost it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm working through it. It's getting better. I will say it's getting a lot better. But I do have those, ah, man, (laughs) moments. What's yours? What's yours? Um, Real insecurity. Um, Okay. Fake insecurity. Everyone knows. Back hair. Full out insecurity. Man, back here, I just need to get this. Oh, you're going answered. like physical. Yeah, like I, like uh, a, like I, like a insecurity people always hear. I'd imagine, I, like a like a stereotypical because your insecurity is not stereotypical. I'll tell you that. No, no one has ever answered that question like that. Which is a real insecurity. That's good. That's a good okay. real insecurity. Well, I thought we were exposing ourselves here, but apparently we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to back here. <laughs> no, I, I'd imagine like uh, yeah, <laughs> real no no like uh, physical insecurity, which I you know. Doesn't bother me much because I can, I can do something about it. I was just going to say, do you ever plug that in? When you start to get down on these insecurities, like plug your away. back hair, yeah. do you ever plug in that you can do something about that? Yeah, which is why I feel like they're not real insecurities because it's not uh, like there's a secure part that I know if I'm going to a beach, like my fr- most of my friends know, just give me at least three-day notice. <laughs> three days, holy shit. Well, I wanna Hilarious. Shave, I, I want to shave the back and then like, you have one of those- I don't want the razor marks to like show up, ah. you know, so I, you got to give me like two days, you know? You, and you got to do it early enough that there's, or late enough that there's not enough stubble. 
Yeah. Because if some girl's like, ha ha, Mar, and you're just like, oh my God, what's on your back? <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> back stubble. Uh, the day of, um, um, uh, the day of virginity. Okay. Mm. Where I, where I lost the virginity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We're going there. Okay. My friend comes to that, like towards like my, I just got a fresh ass haircut. Mm. Okay. And my friend was checking if like my back got shaved, like my back the of the top, neck got top, shaved yeah, yeah, yeah. enough so that there's no back hair. Yeah. And man, it's a real insecurity. Like she was like checking the collar. I was like, hey, what, what are you? <laughs> like oh, I just like, I pulled oh, wow. Up. Yeah, you know, it's a real insecurity. No matter how close Isn't you are to me. interesting? I, I find that very interesting. Like every time I bend that, down, I'm like, is, I don't want anyone to see this shit. That is a very real insecurity. Yeah. Does it, like it's top of mind. That's what I'm saying. That's top of mind. Does that ever help? Does it help to like talk about it? Does it, does it take the edge off? Uh, yeah, it, it takes the edge off for sure. Yeah, for sure, it takes off the edge, you know, because it's like, like I'm, I'm pretty. I'd imagine it's helped me out to be upfront about it. Anyways, that that's like a whatever physical. Uh, insecurity, it's fair. It's fair. If know? if it comes to a point where it's like a triggering, like get away from my neck, like that's that's yeah, a yeah. real. But it's true. Insecurities that you can do something about, I feel like, are not actual insecurities. Well, they are because a lot of the fixes aren't easy. Like like let's talk about yours. Okay, you can get laser. The thing is, laser costs maybe five hundred to seven hundred dollars or something. Yeah. It's like maybe you don't have the money, so that insecurity will remain. And what if back hair shows up back in fashion? <laughs> nah, yeah, but here's the thing: you can't think like that. <laughs> I think back hair will, will never show up back in you fashion. Imagine? You're 2040. I know it's gonna happen as soon as you laser it. It's like it's like the new big dick energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yo, you see that guy's back hair? And like I don't know, it's gonna start in Korea or some shit. Koreans always yeah, start yeah. the next big fad. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, I'd say an actual real insecurity is um. I guess I can do something about this too, but is like not accomplishing the things I want to accomplish. Oh, you know okay, I mean? like, okay. Yeah, that's pretty common. And but, it's like, but is that, that, I don't know if that's an insecurity. That doesn't cause, make you insecure. That, that's more fear of failure or fear of achieving, right? Like an insecurity is something you're doing that you're not proud of and you might be embarrassed by or something that you have that you want, that you wish was different, you know? No, like watch this. I feel like, let's say, relationshiply, relationshiply. Okay. Um, I would like be much easier in getting into relationships. Yeah. This is my own thought. Um, if I were to, if I were to accomplish the things I want to accomplish, right? Or if like, well, don't you ever feel like? You, okay, so let's say like this whole like you were like saying about you feel secure by yourself. A hundred percent, I do. Because you feel like there's no one like holding you back. Or I'm in whatever. control at this stage. I'm, I feel like I'm in control of my emotion. And the second I get into a relationship, I relinquish a lot of that control because I obviously care about the person. Yeah. That if they choose to then leave me, I'm then hurt. You know, and it's like it's tough to go through that. Yeah. So for me, the hurt isn't like the breaking up part. Yeah. The hurt would be like if they hold me down, which I think is a bullshit reason that I'm making up for this person. I'm. I'm. I feel like I'm giving a excuse to be like, oh, they're holding me back. They're not fucking holding you back. Okay. If it's a good relationship, they won't hold you back. They'll actually push you further. But that's the thing. If it's a good relationship. Exactly. Right. But in your head, I'm like, I'm thinking like, yeah, no, yeah, I got to yeah. accomplish everything yeah. I want to accomplish first. Yeah. And then I can do that, which I think is like very unhealthy and very. I know exactly. Okay. That's and there's fair. no security in that. There's no like. Well, it's, it's tough to gauge because I, I think. Your whole life, if you're motivated in your 20s and 30s, your whole life you're going to be a motivated individual in terms of I want to get this done now, I want to do this. It'll always be another thing. You know, yeah. it kind of goes back to that a few podcasts ago. We talked about like making your priority list. Yeah. If 
you put career before relationship, career will always win because ideally a normal human is going to want to keep doing things with their life. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're going to have a phase of your life where like, okay, I'm ready to do nothing for the next 20 years. Yeah. Like career and like creative shit will always. Maybe it's our age. 100% it's our age. Like we're, we're at a weird age. Like, like I'm 29. I turn 30 next month. You do. This, This is a weird age. Oh, how so? Go on. Because people have already locked it down between 23 and 26 in terms of those people got engaged, got married. Um, they, they stay married for five happy years. They then get divorced. 50% of them. (laughs) Okay. We'll say that. So I know it's seven, but like I'm trying to get it closer to early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then they come back on the market. These divorcees. I know what happens. I've heard it from friends. It's a thing. Yeah. yeah. That 32, that 32 year old market. And then they, then what they have, they end up like going hardcore in the dating scene and snatch up the first one and then get married to have a bunch of kids. (sighs) So, we're at a weird age where we're kind of in like the waiting room of like a lot of, a lot of people are scooped up and yeah, then yeah. like, we're just waiting for the next batch. Literally, it's like we, we missed the bus yeah. and so, now we're just waiting for the bus that comes yeah, back. Yeah. It's kind of like we showed up to the train station after the last and bus all... and now we got to wait till the next morning, you know? And I don't know who has it worse. Yeah. Us waiting for them or them coming back to us, you know? I don't know because like... They're like, I'd never settle for this shit, but you yeah. know what? I'm 32 but now. Since I'm divorced. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't want that either. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like... Because right now I live my life completely by my rules. And not not that I'm not willing to, to change that because I am. I'm just finding... I don't know if it's my standards are high, but every sort of girl I'll, I'll go out with, it, it, it sort of turns into either I... Obviously, either I do something that they're not into... Yeah. Or the other way around. I don't know, man. It's, it's and so, I think it's a lot of it's mental. It's mental and we have so much choice, man. Like we have like, if if this relationship doesn't work out, she has like 17 dudes and then the end's waiting. Yeah, yeah. And we don't. We kind of do though. Like when we're in relationships, when guys are in relationships, you know how much easier it is to talk to girls and get girls. And like right. girls seem right. like. They're so into you. They're into yeah. you. You know, so it's, it's because like, you're in a relationship that they feel safe. Exactly. But we've like, we've like, like, I've heard this a ourselves. million times. I've heard this a million times. Girls will do this where it's like, he's in a relationship. That shit. I've learned that shit does not matter. Yeah. Guys are dogs. <laughs> yeah. The average guy is a dog. 100%. And he's always going to view, wow, that overly friendly friend as maybe we can do a threesome with your friend. You know, like, yeah, you just have to, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I hate all this shit. All right, let's uh, let's change it up. To uh, we're not anyway. really strangers. Ways we make ourselves small. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Small, <laughs> small. Um, number one. Oof, deflecting compliments. Woo-hoo! You do this, man. You you do this. I do this all the time, baby. You do this all the time. If you show up, I'll be like, "Yo, it's a sick sweater." You're like, um, you know, it's it's kind of old. I'm like, yeah. why why do you got to say that? Yeah. You know, literally any compliment you could give me, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Do you think that you are, um, like that nice guy syndrome that I I talked about? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that podcast got live again. See, nice guy syndrome. Let me talk about this. Yeah, please. Um, so I I don't know if it was in the podcast or not, but basically, I was on TikTok scrolling, and there's this new thing called nice guy syndrome. I only saw it from one girl, and she's apparently the nice guy doctor. Like, what the fuck is that? So. Apparently, if you are too nice, mm. there's enough red flags there that it's it's obviously not a good thing. And I get it to a certain degree. Mm. So she was going through it going like, bang, and like showing all the things. 
And so I commented on it and I said, so now good guys are being classified as damaged goods. Yeah. So you can't win. You can't be an asshole for obvious reasons. And you can't be a super nice guy for now because it's also red flags. So where do women expect you to fall? I don't fucking know, man. It's it's a toss up. <laughs> I was saying I do know where I think they want us to fall. By their standards. Yeah, of course. But there's no <laughs> manual for that. Yeah, there is no manual for that. But I think nice guy syndrome... Um, First of all, I definitely feel like um, there's been a lot of sh- like bad things that have happened in my life because I'm maybe I'm like too too nice. Not like really bad things, but I'd imagine like a few relationships might have not worked because I was just too nice. Mm-hmm. So I would say it, yeah, like it doesn't work out for the person who is being nice, and it doesn't work out for uh, sort of overly aggressive people. Yeah, because they're gonna walk all over you, and the second they know that you've lost all control of that relationship yeah. because the manipulation starts. The, uh, they'll do whatever the hell they want because mm. they know they could justify it in the end. But it's definitely not a red flag on the, like, let's say on the girl's part. Like kind of is. Yeah. Oh yeah. If they're too nice, then they, then, then they come across no, flirty no, no, I, to everybody I mean, else. Like, like if I'm like too nice, like I don't see where the red flag is for the girl. Because the girl wants someone that can sort of challenge them on their stuff. I've heard this a million times. Girls like when Fair. they're challenged on Fair. shit. They, okay. Obviously, they don't want it all their way. That's why oftentimes when a dude walks into a bar and he's like goggling, goggling, ogling, yeah. goggling, he's got goggles. I don't, I don't, both words I don't know. Ogling? Ogling or goggling. Yeah. <laughs> goggling is like, I guess the art of wearing goggles. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm the bar gargling. Ogling is like, oh my God, you're so perfect. You're amazing. Let me take you home. Let me, let me buy you all these things. It's like being obsessed. And a girl doesn't want that. Yeah. Like, that's not attractive either. So, I think in the manual, it states that, um, and shout outs to Jordan Peterson. Okay. Our patriarch, our papa. <laughs> Your papa, man. <laughs> I have to keep saying <laughs> that shit. Because um, this is also didn't get uh, published. Anyways, uh, I think what girls want, like in terms of, let's say, niceness or whatever, and, I, and I've uh, I found this out. It's like, you got to... You got to be able to not, like, you got to be able to be a um, a not nice person. Like, it, it's like, if a warrior is being nice to you, is much better than a gardener, like, trying to, like, talk up and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, if I'm a, if I, if I'm a killer and I just choose to be nice, like, you know to respect that a lot more than, because you know I'm capable of... Um, Killing? You, no, not Jesus. Killing. Okay, you know I, what I mean, I, man. Like, I know what you mean. Like the bigger if, the threat. If this guy's in the army, if a guy, if a dude is in an army, yeah. Okay, he's in yeah. the army, and he's like the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. That means a lot more. Hold on, to just like a nice guy who is in a lab coat or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, well, because because it comes with the protector factor, and I know what you're saying because he chose you, right? Yeah, it's like he doesn't have to be nice, but he is. So that's like, no, but why doesn't he have to be nice? Because there's a stereotype that. Because he's a big, scary guy, he shouldn't be nice? I'm yeah, just, that I, is the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so here's the thing, though. Don't you think girls are going to see that or women are going to see that and think, oh, he's just like a, like a fuckboy? Because a fuckboy technically has the same sort of mantra. Um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. It's like, it's like someone who could like look like a fuckboy, but he's just into serious relationships. That means so much more. Then some shrimp trying to be a yeah, fuckboy. How are you gonna how are you gonna decipher that? I don't know, you don't, but you just like I, I feel like <laughs> Okay. I, I feel like if you're a nice guy and you can't like 
Well, well, I don't know what the opposite of nice is. Rude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> like okay, it's okay. Let's say, let's say this: if if you're a nice guy and you never challenge the girl in a relationship, right, or never challenge the girl, right. that's boring for the girl. Of course, because they also want to grow too. Exactly. Like, like relationships aren't about growing together, and if you're just there to provide a pot for them to grow in. That's not fun. You got to also provide water, bitch. You know, yeah, I mean? some drought as well. You know, you got to like let them go on their own. You know what I mean? No, like they got to water your plant too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it goes one way. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm saying it goes both ways, right? It's the analogy I've got an issue with. Of course, you got the issue with the analogy, man. <laughs> of that, course. That's your insecurity? It's very clear that the analogy is not working out. <laughs> yeah, okay. But what I'm saying is like, I, I think I know what you're saying. Uh, please, yeah, <laughs> elaborate. Like I think, <laughs> articulate. I, I think what you're trying to say is, when a guy is, let's say, the most attractive guy at the bar. Yeah. Okay, and he's strong. He's like whatever. Just by societal standards, he's tall, lots of muscle, whatever. Yeah. And he comes up to a girl, and he's nice. Yeah. Versus a very average Joe who's also nice. Yeah. You're saying obviously she's going to be more impressed because the other guy has a sense of out of her league type of mentality like he doesn't have to pick me because he's the best looking guy here but he did so now i feel like a prize it's like th there has to be like um an afraid like a like a i'm not good enough for him and she's not oh, and I, oh, i'm, I'm you, not good enough, enough for her, her. ah there oh, has to be like you know that, how, like okay do you know how hard that is it's very hard but that's the whole point of being oh, the freaking one we talked about this yeah this yeah, was, this was a big breakthrough you had like 30 episodes ago. Yeah, man. It's like, you got to like, like maybe that's she's out of my league and he's out of my league. You know, like both are mutually like I don't know how long that lasts though. Look, I know that should last forever. I don't think it, it's impossible. It, it's not impossible because I feel, I, I've heard so many 80 year olds be like, no, but listen, I don't know why she's with me. And then she's no, like, I don't know why I'm with him. Or no, like, <laughs> I don't know why he's with me. She doubles down on it. I don't know why I'm with him either. Actually, when they're 80 years old, they do double down. No, like, the girl's the like, thing, I don't no, know why I'm with him. That's a totally different time they grew up. Like, like, look at it nowadays. We got this paradox of choice plaguing us because you have, you have apps that show you infinite amount of women that you can either match with or not match with yeah and the irony is it should be easier to find someone but it's because of that but it's because of that choice it's yeah harder. because you're like okay i don't like the way you sneeze so i'm gonna keep swiping whereas back then it's like bitch i'm gonna sneeze like this and i fart like this too and they're like i love you just don't leave me you know yeah what I mean? it's just like i i feel like again i'm gonna try to make this warrior thing work out okay there's <laughs> nothing tell you're not giving up there's on nothing it. noble about some guy who can't who doesn't pose a threat okay um, you know, like uh, pretending to protect people. There's nothing noble about that. There is a lot, in, like there is a lot noble in a freaking warrior coming and like helping people and being nice when he doesn't have to be. But the but the, the other guy could still offer like brains. It's not always brawn. I'm not saying they can't offer brains. Anyway, anyways, we tried. We tried. It's a, it's an interesting one. One day I'll get it. Okay, let's let's do the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, saying yes when we mean no. Easy one. Easy standard standard Instagram. Well, because because let's just look at that just surface level. Yeah. Because if you're saying yes to something you don't want to do, well then you're going to go into that and you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be having fun, and that's going to reflect. So, yeah. Uh, there's no point in doing that. Okay. The third is kind of similar. Saying, eh, it's nothing. When it's really something. That's a that's a communication one. That's hard. It's communication one. Girls, 
uh, be aware. Actually, no, guys do it too. Guys, hey, oh, guys do that. Guys, yeah, guys. it's nothing. It's no, both. It's something, it's both. bro. Girls say it's, it's fine. It's fine. Guys, guys will say it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, I'm chilling. And it's both nothing. of those, it, it, it's like that's the tip of the iceberg because the problem is just right, it's right there. It's right there. You've <laughs> got to ask twice more. Ah, uh, but with guys, if you if a girl asks twice more. We feel like we need more space. Like, bro, just it's, it's all good. I say it's nothing. Just let me do it. And same thing with uh, with the girls. You when they tell you it's fine. No, no. What, what do you mean? When a girl says it's fine, you don't give them space. Maybe in some cases. So what? You're gonna ask them? Oh, what's actually wrong? Yeah, that's even a worse. No, question, no, no. Because no, like, a lot of them are like, you didn't even you didn't even fight for it. Don't you want to know? Like, this is why girls are complicated. No, but to them, <laughs> I know. But if you ask them what it is, to them they'll be like, it's so obvious what it is. I can't believe you're so dumb that you would even ask. Okay, so you think by it leaving is. it sit for two days inside of her, it's no, going to get better? I, hey, man, no one's cracked the code. I, well, I think I, I think we just did. I think what, we, who did we crack the code? Listen, I I had to sort of end something with a girl because, like in the past, this guy said end. He said crack the code. <laughs> <laughs> the story. Of no, no. How the reason why her. is because I felt it was exactly that they would say things are fine or things are okay. Mm. They would they would act otherwise. Mm. And then when I would get stirred up going like, what's wrong? I know a part of that is me, but I also trust my gut now. Yeah. And there's certain things that I'm like, I'm sorry, but can you just justify it? It's nothing. So, so okay. So you're not even going to justify it to, to calm my nerves. Okay. This isn't going to work. And that's what happened. Unfortunately with this girl was, it, I just felt like there was a lot of that where I'm like, I'm just, I, one, I don't know how they feel. Mm. I don't know what they're thinking. And it's just not a, it's an anxiety inducing position to be in when you're sort of, always questioning your actions as to did I say something? Did I do something? Okay, so I think then the the crack of the code here is that communication is key, com man. Communication is key and you're going to lose by saying it's nothing. You're going to lose by saying it's yeah. fine. And it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Like we're, we're not we're not here to help you uh with the if she tells you it's fine or if he tells you it's nothing. Yeah. We're not telling you how to deal with that. We're just telling you don't Freaking say it's fine and or it's nothing because yeah. it's like the worst freaking answer and no one knows what the hell to and do. And don't stay in that limbo for too long because mm -hmm. if you if you just chill there, then the situation gets skimmed over obviously because of time and then it's like it feels weird to address it because that was three weeks ago, you know? Yeah. Um, number four, tolerating relationships that leave us feeling like shit. This is a big one. Like this is the biggest one you've mentioned yet. I've, I've not seen this list by the way, but... yeah. Um, it's a very hard thing to do. I found myself caught in one of these loops a few times now where it's like you want to leave, but you also don't want to lose them. Yeah. Because like there's a lot of attributes about them that you like, but you know it's not going to sort of work. But you but stay. deep down, you also think it might work. But no, but deep down, yeah, I guess. And you yeah, don't want to quit. You also are hoping that they change, right? Or you can change them. And it's like the truth is, and why I'm so happy with where I am mentally is like I'm now starting to just to that mm. and just be like, Dan, like this is something that is so deep rooted. You're not going to change that. You, like, mm. Is it something you can get past? Can you accept them for this? If you can, great. Cause everyone's going to come with their own sort of thing. You're going to have to accept something. Yeah. But is, if it's not, don't try to bank on, don't worry. Like two years with me and she'll be different person. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just not fair. And, and there's a lot of shit in there. That's going to make you feel like you're doing, like you're doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Like, the baggage they come with sometimes is like a loss of family or like a loss of like the closest family member or something, whatever. And you're going to feel like shit by saying, oh, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. Like this, 
this is so overbearing. They, you know, uh, they always talk about the loss of their father and this and that. And you feel like the asshole. But there are times when you got to, like, be like, no, I, like, what they're doing here, the actions they're doing are making me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And I got to get out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. like, the, those relationships, they always, like, kind of manipulate you or confuse yes. you in making you think, like, you'd be an asshole for leaving. But they start, yeah, I mean, that's the gaslighting. It starts somewhere. Like yeah. that red flag pops up pretty early with uh, why would you say that or or a constant like putting you in a position of you're in the wrong, right? Like yeah. those are things you got to be aware of. And when you're aware of them, try to like talk it through. But if you're consistently in a place where that's the case, then you're probably in a bad spot. Yeah. Man, we've lost a lot of months being in shitty relationships. I'm counting the months. I'm like, yeah. Like hundred percent. I mean, and it's not year, that it's not that, a year plus. It's not that it's all bad. I mean, like I've definitely had long term relationships that should have ended two years prior. Yeah. But it's like, there's more into that, right? It's not, it's not just easy to leave because you share so many moments with this person that you sort of feel like we can get through this. Yeah. But it's like, you and guys just another test. Unfortunately, when things happen, you go down two different paths and those don't ever cross again. And so that's just like, I, I know what you mean. Like it happens, but I don't regret them because I've learned a ton, but yeah. Yeah. It's just a shame. Yeah. Uh, number five, comparing ourselves to people who are on a different journey than us. Uh, but this, this is everybody on the planet. And we all do this. No, like, like everybody on this planet is on a different path. Yeah, but we all compare ourselves to someone oh. else. In this climate, with, with social media, how could you not? Yeah, man. Like, this is what they got. Why don't I got this? Yeah, even if you compare the, like other social media people, like I've learned to stop doing that like years ago. Yeah. Because I'm like, first off, we are conducting our hosting skills completely different. Mm. Our business model is completely different. Our mm. brand is completely different. That to question why they or I got the opportunity and they didn't, it's just like a dead end thought. Bro, it happens to all of us. So what's the solution? Is it is the solution don't and just... Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, or is that no, no? Is that too corny? No, I think the solution is to uh, believe in your skill sets. If you're doing something you don't believe in, well, then why are you doing it? Honestly, ask yourself. But if you believe in what you're doing, then have faith that your skill set and your talents and your passion will eventually pay off. But what, what, what if I believe in my talents? What if I believe in my skill set? Yeah. Okay. But this Joe Blow is like yeah. He's That's blowing okay. a lot more than me. That's okay. First off, one thing people often do is they don't consider how much Joe Blow was put in, like, effort-wise. They often will say it was overnight success. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, it's never overnight success. Yeah. I've been doing this shit, like, social media, the Danocracy, for nine years. I guarantee you tomorrow, if my channel blew up to, like, 10 million subscribers. Oh, yeah. Like, or, or even, like, 2 million, okay? Yeah, yeah. That people are still going to classify it as, like, what the hell? Like, I've been on this platform... Are you kidding? I've been on this shit forever. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... All he needed was one video and yeah. then... No. So I think what people need to do in those senses is if you... First off, ask yourself, do you believe in yourself and your abilities? Mm-hmm. If you don't, we'll start there yeah. to make yourself. Um, if you do and something still hasn't happened, you got to trust the system. Like, eventually, it's going to... And I don't know what the system means, but eventually, you will have your turn. It just can't always be your turn when you feel you're antsy for it to be your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the hard thing is people don't have pa- like patience. They think, oh, I've done that 10 times and it never happened to me. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the 11th time it could. Right? Like, like yeah. people, um, 
being in the right place at the right time, especially nowadays, matters. Mm-hmm. Connections matter. Um, social media, you know, like, look, I just did a TikTok mm-hmm. on making Travis Barker and a Bart Simpson. This thing is sitting at 6 million views. And Travis Barker, TB, hasn't... And he still hasn't seen it. Are you kidding me? Six, there's 6 yeah. million views. Not to say 6 million people saw it, but 6 million views happened, and he just wasn't one of them. And, and he's been tagged in it. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. It just, and in that case, for you, being in the right place at the right time, he's just putting out, let's say, more content. Because the more you put out, the more likely something yeah. will, will, will catch fire. Like, and the more you put out, the more viral shit you'll get. And this let's goes say. with anything. Ask yourself, did you do it once and expecting amazing results? Yeah. If so, that's an expectation that is insanely high. Mm-hmm. Like Then you ask yourself, okay, no, well, I've done it 10 times. And then you have to say, okay, well, I'm sure you got results. They're probably just not the same ones that you wanted. You probably got the results in, in terms of you've established a good habit now because you've done it 10 times. Yeah. That's a result. You know, it doesn't affect me as much anymore. That's growth. That's a result. Just because you didn't get $10,000 or get famous from it doesn't mean that there was no result, right? Yeah. So people often are very, uh, they got these blinders on, on. Unless it's this, it's nothing. And it's like, stop. Like, okay. add more steps. But the common answer to this I've heard many times <clears throat> from the Gary V's of the world are always like, no, just compare yourself to where you were yesterday. If you're better than yesterday, keep it going, right? Have you found good or bad coming out of comparing yourself to I, your past self? I would say good. Yeah. But it's because of my relationship with it. I got asked this last night on this podcast and I was like... Just recycling other people's questions. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what they asked was, um, do you look back on your stuff and sort of regret it? And I was like, no. First off, I might cringe lightly just because of style or how my voice was... Like, it sounded like it was 10 pitches higher. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, no, because I look at that... I look at the guy I was 10 years ago and I go, that was a guy that was equally as passionate that was doing his best at the time. Yeah. So I'm not going to look back and, and make fun of him because he didn't have half the experience that the guy now has. Mm. Like That's just like bullying yourself because they just weren't there. Yeah. So look at it as a charming, like I was once there. It's great. Where it's beneficial is I look back and I go, wow, look how far I've come growth-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This stirred me up. That girl messed me up. This topic was hard. Now, man, it doesn't affect me at all. There's like no blip on my radar now. Yeah. And like that's a great way to show it. That's why I used to always do just every birthday, just look up, look back and like see like the last year and if I was better than the year before and how I can be even but better. But what do you classify better as? Like better than the, la- than the year before? What does that mean to you? I don't know. I think your brain's pretty good at like um, finding a way of what better means to you. I feel like honestly, it's like it's one of those things that you can't like, um, you can't articulate really well. I certainly can't. But it's like just knowing that the position you were in last year, right now the position you're in is way better. Um, so that could be like relationships-wise, family-wise. Um, that could mean um, job-wise, uh, knowing yourself-wise. You know what I mean? Like I feel like over the past few years or uh, over the past 10 years, there's no chance that every year I I was much better than the, than the last. Well, you can also have hard, t- like hard years, you know? You can't have hard years. And I feel like, th- let's say for me, this was the only hard year. <clears throat> well, that's not cry. That's just. A, I was like, oh my just god, a cough. let's get it out, man. Let's do it. Uh, I, I'd say like this was like let's say a a harder year, but I still feel like a lot of a lot more good has come out of this year, even though it was still. I'd say probably the, like what I would say is like one of the worst years. I still think I'm much better this year than any other year. Like it's just, 
So is it because it was a hard year that you feel like you're better? Yeah, like obviously there's like growth, there's learning, there's, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times we get too cloudy of like, oh, this was a hard year, nothing went right, and it, it all sucked. But like perspective-wise, man, I got my got my job back, got my life back. I'm All my friends are still around. Like I've probably been closer to my friends. Um, I saw my family more this year than ever before. Like, you know, See, I mean, as, yeah. as hard of as as a, as a year it was, like, I'm not I'm not clouded. I'm not jaded by the fact that there's so many better things. Well, it's I think it's because of the word all. Okay, so what people do is they focus on the word all. Anytime mm. you're implementing the word all into a statement, then you're classifying it all as one thing. Yeah. Last year was all bad. It all sucked. And the second you do that, it's, it's you've put now these blinders on yeah. on anything that was good, even these little wins. And the problem with that is that those are going to get buried and, and covered under the blanket of all because you've just said the entire year, all of it was bad. Yeah. No, I think maybe there was just multiples of bad moments, maybe closer together than what you're used to. Mm -hmm. But where people don't, and, and this is hard, is to like look at the year and go, well, you know what, though? I got to see my family more. 100%. I was kind of, you know, I got to spend more time with my dog, you know, yeah. I got to, I started more of my hobbies. Like it's, I don't know why the human body does this, where we fixate on the negatives, the insecurities, the I'm not good enough. And this sucks. And this could, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know why <laughs> I read a ton of books, man, yeah. on this stuff. And it's so frustrating that, that we're so drawn to negativity. So drawn. Like, like a negative it, comment is worth. This happened like to me on Amazon yesterday. Okay. Literally 500 reviews on this one thing. Okay. 4.7 stars. Out of 500 reviews. This shit is like obviously gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go to the, to the reviews, like to the written reviews. And the first one I see was like a two star. Don't believe anyone that anyone, anyone says here and this. And I didn't end up buying the thing because I was like. Yeah. One yeah, bad yeah, review yeah, yeah. compared hey. to 500. Man, negative shit is strong. But, but the, the review system's broken. So that's not right. I mean, the review system's messed up because we're not inclined to say we expect good service. Yeah. So we're not going to go on a website and say, I got good service. Some people will, but most people won't. When you get bad service, because it didn't meet your expectation, you're going to go and say, this place sucked. Yeah. It was so bad. I think I saw a roach in the kitchen. Like it's, it's awful. Cause man, trying to look at a rental property in Austin. Okay. I found a whole bunch I was looking at every single time that I loved a spot. I'd go and Yelp. I would hate it and be like, thank God I didn't live there mm -mm. because they're like the management never answers that's one of the top ones you'll see about anything. Yeah. The management never answers. There's always roaches. My fridge leaked. The, the people above me are loud. It's the same. But it's like, I live in a I live in a condo complex. Let me tell you, maybe I should speak quieter. But uh, people bitch, man, yeah. about about things that are solo to them. Yeah, yeah. And they make a blanket statement about the entire property being as if it happens to everyone, but it was just you. I see shit and I'm like, really? Nothing ever gets cleaned up and this. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the gym is in awful state. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah. go to the, it's an amazing state. Like, weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> I like that. Weirdos. Uh, number six, apologizing for our feelings. This is a great list, man, but this is like breaking down what per per uh, perfect communication would be. What do you mean? Like, yeah, I mean, technically you should always apologize if you're, if you're at fault for something, right? Yeah, but a lot of times we're like, yeah, we feel the need we have to apologize for like feeling a certain way or, you, you know oh, what that's I mean? what it means. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, um, 
yeah, someone does something bad to you. They did you wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you feel like you need to like apologize before you speak about your feelings. I think a big Maybe thing I'm is getting it wrong. No, no, no. Well, if that's what it is, then it's like a lot of people feel like they need to be somebody's emotional caretaker, which yeah. one of the first things you'll learn in therapy is like, you are not responsible for somebody else's, like you're not somebody else's emotional caretaker. Meaning if you're hanging around someone that you're not interested in, don't just hang around with them because you think they need you. I mean, depending on the situation, of course, but like, mm. because, oh, they're, they're going to be so heartbroken if I'm not there. Well, okay, but that's not your doing, man. Like, you got to look after yourself. And a lot of us feel that's so selfish. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Number seven, I'm going to try to get these last two out for y'all. Yeah. Lying about who you are. No. Lying about who we are, especially to ourselves. Bro. Ah, uh, finish it. No, that's it. What, it ends with bro. No, it just says lying about who we are, especially to ourselves. Um, and that is yes. apparently a way we make ourselves yeah, yeah. feel small. I think I think what they mean, not in a good sense. And I'm like, I'm such a jerk. I'm such an asshole. It's like, no, you're not. Oh, because I feel like this is that's a way we make ourselves feel, feel small, bigger than we are. Actually, no, no, no. That, that's the other way. If we start saying I'm amazing, I'm the best. Where we make ourselves feel small is if we're like. I believe I'm an asshole. I believe I'm an idiot because I made that mistake. Like, stop mm. believing who you are, who you say you are. Because because of that negative critic in us, you're not oftentimes the biggest villain, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I just don't connect to this one that much. Of like, I really? don't know who we are. Don't believe who you are. Yeah. I do, I do this all the time where I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm the worst. Like, how could anybody want to be my friend? Why? Because Damn. you tripped and fell in the mud and got someone's shoes dirty. So now nobody should be your friend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like overreactions like that where you classify your whole being based off of that moment? Uh, yeah, I got nothing on this one. That's, okay. yeah. that's a hard one for me. Move on. Choosing uh, number eight, last one, boys and girls. Uh, choosing people that are not choosing us. Oh! This shit, fire. This shit right here, it, fucked. Yo, he's standing up for Bro, this. Bro, we one. do Look we do this shit all the damn time. Choosing people that aren't choosing us. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> this sucks. This shit sucks. No, hundred percent. So this one, uh, I think this is probably the biggest one on the list. Yeah, man, number eight. Because we often will choose people based off of um, their. Physical appearance, what yes. they what they make. You know how many relationships out there exist on social media where it's like you're just with each other because you both deem you're an attractive couple and you're yeah, on yeah, yeah. social media and you think it looks good, but it's like they're not happy behind the scenes. And you're just each other's like thirst bucket. Yeah. Or other you know what? Another thing for this is oftentimes people settle for things that aren't settling for them because uh, they feel like they won't be able to find it again. I know I've done that. <sighs> you hold on to things that should have probably ended because you're like, Oh, I got to go through the work of, of like going on dates again and finding somebody and meeting their family. And it's like, yeah, don't stop viewing it all as one cluster. Like that happens over time and that'll be easy and fun when it's right. Yeah. But like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm becoming a pro at this. Yeah. It, what? Uh, of not like not yeah. sticking around for not the people that are not around. choosing I'm not, us. I'm just oh not going to deal God, with I've become much. a fucking pro at this shit too. Oh yeah. God damn. <laughs> no, I swear to God. Cause I feel like for me, like I, I, Especially, like, I know, like, I, you know, I could, um, I, it's an easy thing for me. Like, it's an easy pitfall to happen to me. Because I feel like I, honest to God, I wear my heart on my sleeve. 
You know what I mean? Like I, if I if I like you a little bit, if you're a friend of mine, right. I fucking love you. You're right. the best, and I'm hyping you up, and I love you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, I don't want to do that to someone who isn't choosing me back, who isn't who doesn't feel the same way. Back, yes, yes. Right. So I yeah. feel like it could be an easy pitfall. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, like I've become much better at identifying people who are not choosing me back. Uh, yeah. As well, like that mutual thing. Have you seen uh, Love Is Blind? Yes, bro. I yes. I, I just started watching it. Like the, uh, that's the Amazon show. Yeah, I think so. Amazon Netflix. No, I don't know. is it like the one in the pods? They're all different, right? No, no, no. This one's like in pods. Oh no, 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 no. The the reality show. It's no, a reality no, 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 show. They get that. like let's say ten dudes and ten girls. Yeah, and they've never they won't ever see each other. So the guys are on one section, uh, the girls are on one section, and they get to talk to each other, but like through a wall. Yes. And this guy Barnett. Everyone friggin' loves him, bro. All the girls love this guy. Yeah. Okay. He's tall, strong. They don't know that. Like, he looks good. Um, three girls are all, like, going for this Barnett character. Yeah. Okay. Then there's a Mark. Okay. He's 24 years old. And he's really in love with this girl, Jessica. Yeah. Jessica likes Barnett. Ooh, a little love triangle. Right? And they have to get married to each other. Oh, what? So the way to, like, meet is you got to propose. And that's the only way. I would never do this, man. I so, would never do this. So Mark goes oh out, a little shrimpy 24-year-old, right? Yeah. He's a personal trainer. He's a great guy. Okay, he's 10 years younger than Jessica. Yeah. Okay, he goes out to Jessica. And oh, hold on. And, and she, he doesn't know if she'll say yes or not? And he doesn't know if she'll say yes. Oh. And, and he, they all kind of know they're talking to each other. Like, she, like they all know... All the okay. guys are talking to all the girls. Uh, this sounds like the circle kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. vibe. Okay. Um, so Mark is like, bro, he's ready, bro. He comes out with a suit, you know, the little suit, no tie. You know, he doesn't have to have a tie because she's not seeing him. Yeah. He gets on, you know, he's like, hey, you know, he's like ready to basically propose. Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, like, do you feel the same way, you know, you felt about me yesterday? Because she was like. She was like, I can see us like walking out of here together. Oh, okay. So she you know fueled I mean? it. She fueled she it. She fueled it. Oh, shit. And then this guy like basically proposes. She's like, oh, no, I'm still like kind of seeing out my options. Okay. Right. Then Jessica. I see what you're saying. Here. Goes for Barnett. Yeah. Because she, she just told off Mark. Because he's not choosing her, right? And then, but she doesn't know that. So Jessica goes to her, to Barnett and she's like. Hey, like, uh, they're playing, like, Truth or Dare. Yeah. She's And um, he told her, like, how much he, strongly he feels about her. And she's like, Truth or Dare, Truth, do you still feel the same way you did about me yesterday? And he's like, I don't know. Ooh. So it's just a whole friggin' triangle of people that are not... Not committing. That are not choosing the other. Woo. Oh. Ooh. See, that's, that's a great example where it's, like, it's just now a sequence where nobody is happy here and, no, and they all end up not with each other because... Yeah. I bet I think with this tip, it's like, why don't hang around with someone that is iffy about you? Sorry, <laughs> before you get there, what? I just took in that the whole time I've been standing up and pacing, and talking and down and pacing down. Yeah, yeah. it was like I was at a lecture just, for a second. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was like turning my head to follow this. Just got did this. Yeah, Mark did that. Then Barnett. <laughs> no, so I think it goes down to um, don't spend your time. This goes in anything, like friendships too. Yeah. Don't spend your time with someone that. Um, isn't giving you their time either. Seriously. Oof. Because when you do that, you're wasting your time. And even if they do start to choose you, you got to ask yourself, 
are they settling now because the other person didn't say yes? Like, why now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why not at the start? The start. This is what you have to remember. The start of a relationship should always be where the front is, where someone is acting uh, in their most prim and proper way. Maybe not their best, because yeah. a lot of qualities come out later. That's where the facade is. That's where the facade is. And if that facade is something that is not fun to be around, isn't appreciative of you, it's only going to get worse. Mm. And so, like, I, don't, I think people need to understand that. Like, don't stick through that yeah because by sticking through it you're just eating away the the facade and eventually it'll show itself yeah it's a hard thing to do i just uh, i've done this recently where unfortunately you have to sort of walk away from a situation when you feel that yeah that you are sort of maybe putting in more effort or they're not choosing you to the same capacity and that's okay because maybe their timeline and their sequence is different than yours so Mm. nobody's at fault there it's just maybe the the sequences aren't matched yeah but nevertheless, it's just, it's very tough to make those, those work. Yeah. And also, by the way, look at it from the other side where you yourself probably also don't choose a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's true. so many people that are trying true, to get, true. So trying to get you, with you, but yeah. you're like, nah. And so when you choose them and they don't choose you, it's kind of taste your own medicine. Yeah. 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 In a weird way. Ooh, damn. It's complicated, man. But I feel like, um, all of those have the ability to make you feel small, which is what we talked about. Yeah. If and and what they all have in common is that there is no, there's a lack of self support. Yeah. Right. There's a lack of self support in terms of communicating your true feelings, putting someone else's feelings before yours, not speaking up. It all comes from, okay, put yourself somewhere on your roster mm. of who you need to care for, because a lot of us feel like you need to care more for the other person. You, in order to do that, you have to also maintain your own happiness and mental health Mm -mm -mm. don't rely on somebody else to do that for you say how you feel and feel how you say say. oh that's good because it's so true like i know with me the reason why i'm in this realm of like i I truthfully am more comfortable on my own than i've ever been before yeah the pandemic played a huge role in this because we're all forced to get acquainted with ourselves yeah so it's like i have that that i have to now sort of let that down a little bit I've got, it's so much, you know? Yeah, like where you are is a secure place by yourself, right? Yeah. You need to, and and I know that looks like like you've hit a ceiling, right? Where I can't be more secure, but you really need to zoom out a little more and be like, whoever is that greatest person that I need to be with is actually going to take my security up way more. It's true, man. And like, it's hard to like believe in. Like you're not at a ceiling, you're at maybe a plateau. I think that if you're with the right person, they make you a better person. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you've been with a lot of people that aren't for you, you start to lose belief in that system. You're pessimistic about it. Yeah. I'm almost there, man. The pessimistic? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. a little bit of pessimism in terms of like types of relationships, man. Because I, I, I don't know. No, I no, don't no, know. no, no, no. This is just like t- Toronto like, getting to you yeah. when you go to Austin. If you get to Austin. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, Austin. Uh, well, no, because I mean, yeah. even the Austin thing has has changed recently, and it's changed for the better in terms of my opinion. Yeah. I now have a plan. Mm. Like the Austin thing was supposed to happen January first. Um, it's now being pushed back because I've now got a manager mm. working for me with me. Love that. That is going to be ideally pulling in U.S. brand deals. Who the manager is right now, I'm in negotiations with, but somebody, no matter what, I'm moving forward with. Love um, that. And they're going to be pulling in U.S. brand deals for me. And the, the the deals that I would like to sign are going to be six months long. It's a six-month trial. Love it. And so in that six months time, I'll be able to see, will I get? do I fit in the U.S. market? Will I get work? If I do, great. I can then make the next move. So Austin was originally 
residue from COVID for sure. Yeah. In terms of being trapped in one spot and I needed severe change. Residue from COVID. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to just go down there with no plan. It's the, it's an yeah. awful plan to do that. Yeah, it is. Right. Especially when I've got such a great social media career here in Canada. Boom. So, but the dating career ain't so nice. Ah, man. It's, it's, that's, that's a uphill battle that will happen to us eventually, yeah. you know? With that being said, um, don't feel small. Communicate. Again, say how you feel, feel what you say. Ooh, I like that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next podcast. We love you. Bye.